Welcome to Slants and Rants, the home of hot takes, arguments, and the right opinion about your favorite team. Now, here are your hosts, CTD and Vega. That's right, baby. We're back. Long, long awaited. Since the Super Bowl, times have been busy, but the boys are back in town. Slants and Rants podcast, CTD and Vega back on the ones and twos. Patty V, it's been so long since I've been able to ask this, but it feels so good. How you doing today, buddy? We are finally back. I'm feeling good looking at your face over the Zoom. I can't believe we're finally, finally back. The long-awaited return of slants and rants. It's like a, you know, me and Chris are obviously WWE guys, so we're wrestling fans. So there's like the long, like, return of, like, a wrestler you haven't seen in a while. The long-awaited tag team is finally back. So much has happened in the NFL this offseason. Of course, the one offseason that we don't do anything, because we're busy, it's one of the biggest off seasons in NFL history. But that's okay, because we're finally back. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here weekly, and I'm happy for you guys to be hearing our lovely, lovely voices. Yeah, we're. It, it stinks that we both have travel for work, because it makes it hard, especially in the off season, where it feels like oh, we might have a little bit of downtime but not really i mean the off season especially for me it's i'm busier in the nfl off season during the regular season you know i'm kind of like working three four days a week a lot of work from home like you know it's i travel but not as crazy those off season you know months i'm on the road two three i mean dude there was times i was gone for three three months at a clip or excuse me three weeks at a clip you know um but i missed it I'm glad we're back. I'm glad football is back. You know, college football was, has been nice to see these past few days, but the real thing comes back Thursday night. NFL, wild offseason. I don't even know where to begin. Like, where do you even start after an offseason like that in this season? Like, no idea. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, uh, Baker Mayfield. I know I'm missing a bunch here, but like just so much. Tom Brady retiring and unretiring. The the Bengals almost winning the Super Bowl. The Rams winning a Super Bowl. Von Miller to the Bills. So much has happened. OBJ so tearing his ACL in OBA the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. He's still and he's still a free agent. Guys, we missed a lot. We have missed a lot, but we're back gonna get gonna break down you know gonna give you our division winners mvp winner our super bowl matchup and we will pick 
you know, we'll do go back to our weekly pick segment. Next week, I will be wearing something of the Kansas City Chiefs, which will hurt my soul, break my soul. And uh, Beyonce song, great song. But, yeah, next week I will pay my debt for Chris absolutely dog walking me in the pick segment last year. But, hey, congratulations, Chris, on that one. That one I'll give you. Congratulations. I appreciate it. And we have to cut that clip and post it to our Instagram, of course, now that we're we're back up and running so the world can see you in that chief red because I know that's going to absolutely hurt your soul. Speaking of the pick segment, we're going to do things a little differently this year. Uh, it took up a lot of time in the show doing the picks. And granted, we got a lot of rapid fire, but Pat brought up a good point of instead of picking every single game, we pick a handful of games per week. Now, the Thursday night game always gets picked. The Sunday night game and the Monday night game are three guarantees. Then we pick two to four, roughly, of the other games. Um, because honestly, there was there was some games last week uh, last year where it was just layups. So like you could honestly kind of stat pad. And then on top of it, when you know I got a lead, it's kind of hard for you to make up the lead because then you have to, you know, take risks and make these picks. All right, I'll I'll take the Jags to upset this team or whatever in hopes that they get the upset so you can pick up a game. So it did make things a little harder with this condensed picking. You know, we should stay closer throughout the entire year and make things more interesting. I agree with you so much. That's why I brought it up. So that will change. So no more picking, you know, these terrible games, just the key key games that you guys want to hear and talk about. We'll also talk about the local teams like Giants, Jets, Eagles, or whatever, just because I know you guys like them. But Chris, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into these divisions. What division you want to start off with? That's a good should question. Go, what, what do you want to go should, with? What, should, we're back, baby. We're back. This, we are back. This is the, the step, stepping all over each other, baby. Stepping yeah. all over each other, and we're looking at each other. That's the best part. Yeah. Do you want to start with the AFC East because that's probably the easiest division to pick? I'd say. Uh, I mean, dude, some of these divisions are they're pretty hard to pick. So the AFC East might have the easiest picking because it has the Super Bowl favorite in it. So you want to start there? We'll start on the AFC East. That sounds good to me, buddy. I mean, you have, I guess you could say three contenders, depending on how you look at some of these teams. I still think this is a, a one, a one team race here. The bills are the favorites for the Super Bowl, rightfully So they've added, you know, Von Miller is a huge presence. And one thing for the bills for me is it might be a little less likely that they run into their kryptonite in the playoffs in the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, there is a scenario where the Bills maybe get one of the top seeds and the Chiefs are a wild card team because they have an incredibly hard division where they still have to end up playing the Chiefs, but this time it'd be in Buffalo. Gives them a little bit more of a chance. I, I, the Bills are, are the clear pick for me, but interesting, uh, interesting offseason for the AFC East. I've sold Patriots stock. I'm not a Mac Jones guy. Um, Dolphins, I'm not really a Tua guy, but I do like the roster improvements that they made. And then the Jets, they're in the right direction, but they're still, you know, max six-win team. Uh, I think this is a Bills Bills division to lose. This is Bills division to lose. Obviously, Tyree Kill now in Miami. That's one of the people I missed in, like, our little quick uh, 
off-season recap, but Tyreek Hill going there, leaving the Chiefs, it's huge. Will two again the ball downfield? We shall see. You know, two doesn't have the greatest deep deep arm. Uh, doesn't have the greatest deep ball, but yeah, I think the Dolphins will come in second. You know, Jet. I think the Patriots will come in third just because of Bill Belichick and how he coaches. But again, I'm not a big Mac Jones guy. They really don't have any offensive weapons that scare you. And the Jets, you know, I think the Jets will jet. They have a good roster, like a good young roster to build it with Sauce Garner, who they drafted, Carl Walton coming back. Um, you know, the offensive line should be improved, even though even though they lost like Mackay Beckton, they signed Dwayne Brown. I, I just Zach Wilson to me just doesn't have that it factor. He's always hurt, gets hurt in what the fifth play of a preseason game or something like that. You know, so I think the Jets will come in last and the Bills will run away with this division. Uh probably by week 13, week 14. I think the Bills will have this division locked up. I'm gonna go Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets. Um Ooh, Dolphins and yeah, third. yeah, I on paper, you know, I'm I, I'm not crazy about either quarterback Tua or Mac Jones. Um on paper, I feel like the Dolphins are the team that you should pick. But they got a new head coach who I like, but uh, this just feels like Belichick kind of sneaks his way into a wild card. They're, they play good defensive football, and they just try to not turn the ball over on offense. If I had to bet on one team failing uh, more likely than the other, I would pick the Dolphins. You know, it always scares me when you make the splashy moves with a new head coach. Everybody kind of starts piling on. Oh, this is this is a team to watch. This is a team to watch. I feel like they normally, you know, fall just short of expectations. Um, but I will say on the Dolphins, I truly think the guy to watch for them this year is Jalen Waddle. Coming off an incredible rookie season, everybody is talking about Tyreek Hill. Everybody. Like, that is now the number one target. That's the guy that when you're on defense, we can't let him beat us. You have essentially the diet version of Tyreek Hill in Jalen Waddle. So it's kind of tough to put all your focus doubling up Tyreek Hill and then getting burned by Jalen Waddle. So he's the guy to watch for me on that Dolphins team. But I got them finishing third, Jets in fourth for obvious reasons. All right, let's uh, let's move on to probably maybe argue the hardest division, the AFC North. Uh, the AFC champion obviously resides there. Lamar Jackson should become back healthy. The Steelers, Big Ben retiring, and the Browns having Deshaun Watson uh, suspended and Baker Mayfield, who they uh, packed up to Carolina. Chris, let's lead us off here. This is a tough division to call, man. Um, even like staring at it, I'm, I'm going to pick the Ravens to win because I feel like this is the, the safe pick in a way. Um, I mean, Bengals, they... They finally improved the offensive line as well, which was ended up being the reason they lose the Super Bowl. They they should have won the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor and the O line kind of held them back, and they probably, I mean, they definitely exceeded expectations last year. Um, I'm worried about the Steelers, bro. I, dude, their biggest hole is that quarterback, and it's a glaring hole. Trubisky can't turn the ball over. You have to play a safe offensive style. They've lost some key pieces. I get the defense is good, but your defense needs to be immaculate playing the offense of Baltimore and playing the offense 
of Cincinnati. I'm going to go Ravens, Bengals. Uh, Brown Steelers. That's, wow. That's yeah. yeah. I, Steelers in last place. Steelers wow. in last place. They go 8-8-1, eight, eight and one, and Tomlin stays 500. And you think... And you think the the Browns have a winning record? Yes, I think the Browns go nine and eight. Hold on, my dogs are having an episode right now. Stand by. <laughs> Slants and Rants is back, baby. This is how you know. I, I'm going to go nine and eight for the Browns. Look, they. It's kind of worrying. I still think they're a good coach team. Kevin Stefanski is a good coach. Um, they have they gave away absolutely everything in their future. But this is a team that Jacoby Brissett is not that bad of a quarterback. Okay, he's not great. I'm not saying the you know the Browns are going to win 15 games, but Jacoby Brissett's going to win them a couple of football games that people aren't going to expect them to win. And I think they they're probably one of the more likely teams to either have they're going to have one of the more dramatic starts. They either start out really bad or start out really good. And then they fade the other way. If they start out really bad, they'll pick up steam towards the end of the year when Watson comes in. If they start out really good, they'll slow down and they'll probably pick up towards the end. I don't think they make the playoffs, though. Guys, I'm back. I am back. Slants and rants never changes. Pat Vega always messing something up. My phone's actually on silent right now, so I don't think I'll have any loud alerts for that. So, no. Pat Vega always doing something. But anyway, I can't believe the Steelers are last. I'm going Ravens, Steelers. Bengals, Browns. The team that always loses the Super Bowl always has a Super Bowl hangover. Sure, the Bengals did improve their offensive line. Joe Burrow is a stud. Jamar Chase is a superstar. Probably the best receiving court in the league. But it's just one of those, it's just one of those gut things that I'm just going out on a limb here, dude. I just feel it. I'm like, the Ravens are gonna win it. Got Kyle Hamilton. They drafted out of Notre Dame safety. Should be very good. They should be great on the back end now with uh, their, their secondary fully healthy. Lamar Jackson come back healthy in a contract year. So he's really going to want to ball that ball out. Rashad Bateman, I think, is going to be an underrated fantasy player for a lot of people, an underrated receiver in this league. Steeler-wise, it's just Mike Tomlin, the Mike Tomlin effect. Mitchell Trubisky, sure, is not is not great quarterback. But guess what? With the Bears, he made the playoffs with a good defense. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's not, he's not going to hit you in stride. He's not going to be a great, you know, just – he's not Ping and Manning. Shit, he's not even Kirk Cousins. But Mitch Trubisky can run, doesn't really turn the football over, and there's an athletic quarterback that can get the Steelers' offense to move with Najee Harris and that very good young wide receiver core with the defensive player of the year on the other side. So the, the Steelers will be back in the playoffs, I think all because of Mike Tomlin and Mitch Trubisky, who has been, again, Kenny Pickett might take the job later in the year. Who knows? But Mitch Trubisky has been in the same situation before. Very good defense. And just don't fuck it up. My biggest argument to that, though, is when Trubisky was in that situation, the Bears had two guaranteed wins a year against the Lions and potentially two more gimme games against the Vikings where they'd either split or take both. In this division, even if the Browns play poorly, they're going to play well against the Steelers. They're not going to get killed by them. The Bengals are no guaranteed wins and the Ravens are no guaranteed wins. 
And also on top of it, I'm still not crazy about that offensive line. That offensive line is still not that, much better. That, that I think is the biggest problem, which scares me. But you know what, Chris? I don't like being the same. And I and I just have a feeling teams, there's always that Super Bowl hangover. I really don't think Zach Taylor is that great of a coach that he's going to be, you know, the world beater that you know the Bengals were last year. And the Bengals won a lot of close, uh, some close games last year. Also, you know, that flips. They also kind of dominate that division last year also. Um, and look, it took Ryan Tannehill to throw what? How many interceptions for them to beat the Titans in the AFC divisional round? I mean, they, they, got they, there. they deserve to win that game, though. To be fair, oh, I mean, they 100. But I'm just saying, they they could. It it took it took Evan Evan McPherson to uh, to to put them away. But hey, doesn't matter how you win as long as you get there, right? And they almost did. But I'm gonna put them in third place this year: Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, and Browns. I also think the Ravens are kind of licking their licking their lips a little bit because they were severely banged up last year and kind of flew under the radar for some bits of the season because the Bengals were so mainstream, the Bengals were so talked about that I feel, you know, a good amount of people are picking the Ravens to win the division, don't get me wrong. But if you're if you're the Ravens, you're not going into it with the mindset that like all the pressure is on you. You are in probably the closest division in football. Um maybe outside of the AFC West. So I think the Ravens are like, you know, we kind of forget how good of a coach Harbaugh is, how electric Lamar Jackson is just because we've fallen so in love with Burrow and the Bengals. But uh, I think the Ravens might be a sneaky AFC championship contender. I agree with you there. Uh, Let's move on to the AFC South. We'll start moving a little quicker on some of these uh, poor divisions. Um, AFC South, I think it's a two-team race. And I think it's the Colts to lose, honestly. I think with the addition of Matt Ryan, he's an upgrade from Carson Wentz. He actually has a good offensive line now, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, the prime Julio Jones. Michael Michael Pittman Jr. is no slouch and no scrubby. I think he's going to be an underrated receiver, especially with Matt Ryan. Uh, You have arguably the best running back in football back there, and Jonathan Taylor, and the damn good defense, and Darius Leonard, who's not Darius Leonard no more, who's Shaq Leonard now. He's going by his middle name now, which confused the hell out of me. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a mess up on NFL's top 100 part when they did it, but clearly they were right and I was wrong. But I'm going Colts, Titans. Ah, man, I'll give Doug Peterson the benefit of the doubt. Jack, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans. Even though I think the Texans, not not again, Lovey Smith. Coaching the Super Bowl, I think Lovey Smith's a good coach. Davis Mills, they don't look that bad last year, but he has Brandon Cooks, you know. But they will finish in last. Jaguars third, Titans and Colts. I think the Titans are uh, most likely to take the biggest step back from last year this year. This is a team that lost a ton and just a few months ago was playing in the AFC Championship game. They were a home win away from playing in the Super Bowl. They lose their number one wide receiver in A.J. Brown, replace him with Robert Woods, who's coming off an ACL injury, and draft Traylon Burks, who not a lot of people were super crazy about to begin with. Uh, They've lost some key pieces on defense. This feels like a year where if Derrick Henry gets the slightest bit banged up, that offense is in severe trouble. Uh, Not a lot of people have been huge Tannehill guys. I know you've been a bit of a Tannehill defender, 
I don't think he's going to be um, he's going to make up that ground that they need on offense to compete with one of those top teams in the AFC. The Colts, on the other hand, I think Matt Ryan just plays safe football all year. They rely on Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the game, and they rely on their defense. They win this division. Uh, you know, I got to put the Jags in third, my boy, Dougie P the legend himself coaching there. I think we see a good step from Trevor Lawrence uh, and then the Texans in last. Don't be surprised if the Jaguars finish above the Titans. I'm telling you that right now. I agree with I you. Harold, Harold Landry's out for the year. I forgot about that. Yeah, he tore his ACL the other day. That's a big loss for the Titans defense. Obviously, you saw Jonathan Simmons, but don't be surprised. Doug Peterson, I think, is a damn good coach. I want him to actually – I want to, I will, wanted him to be the Broncos head coach, but um, I think he'll mentor Trevor Lawrence great. He won't, it won't be over my early last year. But I'll still – I'll give the Titans the benefit of the doubt and put them in second. Um, so that's the AFC South. Let's move on to – Arguably the tough, probably the toughest division on paper in the NFL, the AFC West, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, all with massive off seasons in their own right. Raiders with Devontae Adams and and uh, hiring Josh McDaniels, the Broncos former head coach from a few years ago. The Broncos getting Russell Wilson, the Chargers signing Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, um, the Chiefs trading Tyreek Hill. So. Chris, this division, I hope I hope you go in the right way. I hope you, you know, feel for your friend. Where do you go in this? Looking at the division right now, I honestly, in about 10 minutes, would probably have a different answer. I truly, I haven't even fully made up my mind on which way I'm going with this. The one thing I will say is if, each team didn't have to play each other. They didn't have to play six divisional games. All four of these teams would be in the playoffs. But one, maybe two of these teams are going to miss out on the playoffs just because they have six guaranteed hardest games on anyone's schedule. Now, that being said, is there even a hot take with whatever order you put them in? Like, I truly don't know if there's like a hot take. I'm going to put the Raiders in last. Uh, it feels kind of hard. I'm not a huge Josh McDaniel guy as the head coach. You have experience with that. And I'm never crazy about the massive, splashy signings with the new head coach, like I mentioned in Miami. New head coach, you bring in Devontae Adams and you bring in Chandler Jones. Like You make some splashy moves, but they still have some holes throughout that roster. Not crazy about their cornerback situation. There's some holes on defense that that worry me. I'm going to put the Raiders in last. I'm going to put the Broncos in third, getting one of those wild card spots. I'm going to put the Chiefs in second and the Chargers win the division, mainly because my boy Ryan Doyle, if you're listening, next week I leave for his wedding. This is for you. Chargers win the AFC West. You're an absolute clown. You're an absolute scumbag. There's not much else to say about you. Um, I I will put the Raiders in last. I think we had them in last last year, and they somehow made the playoffs. And actually, almost beat the Bengals in the, in the wild card round. Which, <laughs> yep, just crazy. But 
I don't like Josh McDaniels as the head coach. I think they played well for Rich Passaccia last year. I think that's one of the main reasons they played so well. Granted, you got the best receiver in football, but Raiders in last. This is a tough one here. This is the second second and third place team, because you already know who I'm putting number one. You already know yeah. I'm going with number one. I can't do that. But third place, I will go with the Kansas City. Kansas City. No, I will go with the L.A. Chargers in third. The Chargers, to me, will always charge her. They chargered last year in the last game of the year on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders to make the playoffs. They will charge her again this year with all these big moves. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa coming up the edge. J.C. Jackson. You know, we have this kid, Justin Herbert. You know, the future of the NFL. <laughs> Third place here. I'm sure Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa will miss seven games each for being injured. I will give the Chiefs second place just because the Pat Mahomes Andy Reid dynamic, it's almost impossible to stop. Andy Reid just wins wherever he is. And when you have the best quarterback in football, you're going to win with or without Tyreek Hill. Sure, I hope they go in third, but they probably won't. And number one, Broncos country. Let's ride, baby. Let's effing ride. Russell Wilson is here to prove himself after that disappointing season he had in Seattle last year with the injury. Everyone's trying to write him off. Everyone's saying he's washed up. You know, why? Russell Wilson, he didn't do anything last year. He had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. He had a horrible defense last year. A horrendous offensive line. He is in a better situation. He's with an offensive younger coach now who's going to throw the ball downfield. Granted, we lost Tim Patrick to our torn ACL. But we still have weapons in Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler, and Albert O. The defense should still be good with one of the best young cornerbacks in football, Pat Sertan, and Justin Simmons on the back end. Hopefully, Randy Gregory blossoms to what you know the Cowboys thought he'd be. Bradley Chubb is finally healthy. Broncos country again. Let's ride. We are winning this division. And on top of it. You know, this is to go to your point. Out of out of all of that, you didn't even mention that they have one of the best running back duos in the league. They have a great running it's, back tandem it's, as it's, well. It's, it's such a it's such a little hidden thing that I don't have to talk about it because everyone forgets that Javante Williams was a bowling ball last year, running dudes over. We bring Melvin Gordon back, and especially now, I'm even happier that Hackett is using Javante Williams as a starter, which he should have been last year. But Pat Shermer clearly couldn't get his head out of his ass. So, Javante Williams, the bowling ball, second-year rookie out of North Carolina, is going to be probably the most underrated player on this team next year, on this, uh, this season. Chris, it's a little dynamic to it. I don't, have to, I don't have to talk about I don't have to talk about it. We are winning this goddamn division. How long has it been? Like seven long years to, uh, since we won the Super Bowl, 2015? It's been a long damn time since I've seen my team in the playoff. We are coming back with a vengeance. East, close to you and a lot of our friends, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders. Um, I'll start this one off. I got the Eagles winning this division. I think the Eagles had an unbelievable all season. Getting A.J. Brown was massive for them. The Eagles two years ago had horrendous, legit, awful wide receiver core. Now with Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts has the weapons. Uh, hopefully they could run the ball. You, you don't know if Miles Sanders will be healthy. That's that's the biggest question. 
Um, but I think this defense is going to be nasty on, especially on the back end now with James Bradbury, who they took from the Giants. So you have James Bradbury and Darius Slay there. Uh, and now they just trade for what's his name from the Saints, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson. CJ Gardner Johnson. So that's another move they made. This, this is the Eagles division to lose. I think the Cowboys are declining. Giants are still rebuilding. Commanders with Carson Wentz, you don't know what you're getting. I got the Eagles, Commanders. No, give me the yeah, Eagles, Commanders, Cowboys, and Giants. You got the Commanders finishing second. Yeah, you know what, Carson Wentz, you know, I'll, I'll give him another benefit of the doubt for the second straight year. He finished second last year, so why can't he do it again? Yeah, I mean, look, I could spend all day talking about the Eagles. Um, I'm not going to. I got the Eagles winning the division. Uh, I think they're not only built for contending this year, but they're built for the future. A lot of the key pieces that they've added are young, and they also have draft capital going forward. Uh, my thing on the Cowboys I mean, they lost some pieces. They, they trade away Cooper to clear the cap space. Randy Gregory last second chooses the Broncos over them. And now they're already getting bit by injury. They're starting left tackle week one is looking like it's going to be 40-year-old Jason Peters, the former Philadelphia Eagle, because uh, Smith uh, broke his kneecap or whatever the hell he did to his knee and uh, is going to be out till at least December. Not crazy about the, the Cowboys right now. Uh, you know, they with losing those key pieces on a team that was already kind of strapped for cash to begin with, they're still getting bit by that Zeke contract. Uh, and Dak is on a ton of money, even though I like Dak. I think they have enough talent to beat the Giants twice, you know, at worst split with the commanders, uh, maybe even sneak as a wild card team. But I think the Eagles are the team to beat in this division. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants. Uh, Giants, I, I like the, the Dable hiring, but that roster is a ways away from, from being even remotely contenders. Uh, especially now that they just they cut Blake Martinez the other day. Uh, I, was, I thought I was surprised when the Giants announced their captains. Blake Martinez wasn't one of them. Even though the Giants also like announced like 10 captains, which was very odd and strange. But you heard it there. We think the Eagles will be winning this division. Let's move on to the NFC North. Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. You know, everyone's trying to, like, not write off the Packers, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers loses his number one weapon. Aaron Rodgers in the media every second for whatever reason. I still think the Packers are the best team. I think their defense is one of the most underrated and one of the best in the division, in the league, actually. So I'm going to go Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears. Um, A lot of people have a lot of hope for the Vikings this season. You know, they got rid of Mike Zimmer. Um which was, I, I still, again, the Vikings to me will be the Vikings. They'll be around nine, nine, ten wins, eight, nine, ten wins. Everyone obviously expecting a big season from Justin Jefferson. But Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears. I see it the same exact way. Uh, I think the Lions are probably at worst going to split with the Bears, and at worst they'll split with the Vikings. Um, and then I think when they get Jameson Williams from injury, when he comes, uh, makes his debut, that's really going to open up the offense. I know Jared Goff isn't the flashiest, but you can kind of see what they're building there in Detroit. You know, it's not there yet, but I think this is a team that if you win six football games, you can take, 
some serious positives out of it. Um, obviously had the top pick drafting Hutchinson. Um, the bears for me are, they might be one of the worst teams in the league. It's going to go one of two ways for the bears. Justin Fields plays absolutely out of his mind and wins them seven games or they win two games. That roster is not good. That is of as much of a rebuild as it can be. Um, I, I just, I think they're terrible. And I think really by process of elimination, the Vikings aren't bad, but they're not good. They'll finish in second. And I don't really see them being a playoff team, maybe with, you know, Jefferson going off and Thielen being back potentially fully healthy. Uh, but I, I think this is, you may as well write the Packers down as five and one, potentially six and out to start the season. It's it's that type of division this year again. Uh, I agree with you 100 million, 100%. Um, let's move on to the NFC South, the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and who am I missing there? Bucks, Paints, Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and uh, and, and my hometown now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mr. The ATL, ATL Falcons. Um, A-Town down. You know, there was obviously a little bit of commotion with Tom Brady in the offseason retiring, him leaving the other day. Uh, Bruce Aarons is not the coach anymore. Todd Bowles is. Uh, you know, some people have the Saints win this division. You know us, we're big Jameis, uh, famous Jameis guys on this podcast. I'm starting to go with the Bucks to win this division. I think they have the best roster, just – Right, and they have the best quarterback. They have Tom Brady who could still play. He will still probably throw for 40 touchdowns to you know Julio, Mike Evans, Godwin, Russell Gage. He has plenty of weapons. I'm sure Gronk will be back eventually at one point. Fournette in the backfield. I'm gonna go Bucks. I think the Saints will be very good this year, even though they like we just said they traded CJ Garner Johnson. I think Jameis, if healthy, will be will be good with this team. Michael Thomas should be coming back. Um, I'll go. I'll go Panthers third. I don't think the Falcons are going to be very good. I don't trust Mariota. I expect um, Desmond Ritter to be playing the rookie out of Cincinnati to be playing late in the year. I'll go Falcons fourth. So for me, it'll be Bucks, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. I agree with you that uh, this is probably the Bucks division to lose, but this is probably their last chance at it. Even... You know, you're, you can't expect Brady again to have these ungodly seasons if he were to come back for another year. Their receiving core is unreal, and they have great pieces on defense, but they've lost a ton on the offensive line through either retirement or injury. I believe Ndamukong Sue is still a free agent. They paid Vita, Vita Vea a ton of money, obviously. Um, so I think this is the Bucks division to lose, but I don't see the Bucks as this crazy threat uh, you know, I like I look at the NFC and it's it's so up for grabs for some of these teams, like not to toot the Eagles horn more, but like it wouldn't shock me if the Eagles snuck their way to an NFC championship game. You know, obviously the Rams are are the favorites in the NFC, but the Bucks, you can see how they can be beat. You can see how the Packers can be beat. You know, there there's teams for the taking. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints in second. If Jameis stays healthy. I think they can be a, a wild card team. Uh, I'm going to go Falcons in third. I, I like Arthur Smith's offense. Yes, there's no Calvin Ridley for a year, but they bring in Drake London, who's a, a unique body style. You know, he, he's a throw it up and get it guy. And you're getting another full year of Kyle, Kyle Pitts. 
mix that in with Cordell Patterson, the best receiving back in the league. Um, you know, again, it's, it's not a team that I see making huge shockwaves, but I see them being better than the Panthers. I'm not crazy about the Panthers quarterback situation. You, it's now strictly just Baker at this point. Uh, and Hey, PJ Walker's still on that, that roster. Uh, that's our, that is our guy. Uh, but I, I'm also not a huge Matt rule guy. So I'll go uh, Bucks, Saints, uh, Falcons, Panthers. All right, let's move on to where the Super Bowl champions reside, the Los Angeles Rams, the NFC West, the Rams, the Cardinals, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, and the – why am I forgetting? 49ers. And the, the Trey Lance and the 49ers. Man, I'm at, what, a, what a day for me, huh? Oh, my Lord. I think we can, can both – we, we can both say who's – Going to be in last place this division. We don't have to yes, spend the time. Seahawks. The Seahawks. Will, Gino, Drew Lock can't beat out Geno Smith. That right there says it all. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers winning this division. I think Trey Lance is going to be in this offense with Kyle Shanahan. We've seen what he did with RG3. I don't think it'd be that exciting type of offense with Debo, Ayuk, and the plethora of running backs they have back there, and Elijah Mitchell and whoever else they just randomly find in the street. Um, I think the defense is very good. Nick Bosa will have a great year this year. Yeah, Fred Warner. Um, so I got the 49ers winning the division, the Rams coming in second, and Cliff Kingsbury and the, Car- the overrated Cardinals, in my opinion, will be third, and they will not make the playoffs like they did last year where she got dog-walked in the wild-card round. So for me, Patty V, I got the Rams. I mean, I got, I got the 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Uh, I completely agree on the Cardinals front. I am not a huge Cardinal believer right now. D hop suspended to start the season. Murray got paid. He's not playing for a contract anymore. It feels like there's just a ton of distractions around them as well with the whole making Murray uh, call plays during the, the preseason. Yeah. So we can see how hard it is. The, the contract rumors where there's a clause where he has to watch film and they take the clause out. They also lose Chandler Jones uh, to the Raiders. Um, JJ Watts got to stay healthy. I'm just not buying stock on the Cardinals this year. Uh, again, this is going to be another Cliff Kingsbury year where they probably start out six and one, and then they finish nine and eight. You know, typical Cliff Kingsbury how he always does it. Uh, Rams are the safest pick. They're probably the favorites in the NFC. Um, you can you can probably slot them into the Super Bowl. Uh, but the 49ers are the pesky, pesky ones. If there's any team that's going to any team that's going to cause real trouble to the Rams, it's the Niners. I mean, Trey Lance now, you're going to get a full year of him. But what's kind of the the not really talked about thing is how well their defense played last year and how well their defense plays in general. Their defense is the reason they went into Green Bay and upset the Packers in the playoffs. So I do think the 49ers are a playoff team. Uh, but I, I just see the Rams as the safe pick. Uh, my only worry with the Rams is Matt Stafford having shoulder problems before the season has even started. That's a big red flag to me. You never want, you know, that's a, a shoulder for your quarterback is like your elbow to your starting pitcher. That is a major red flag. So that's my biggest worry with the Rams. Uh, that is very scary. I forgot about that. Yes, that is a major red flag. They did sign Allen Robinson in the offseason, so they do have another weapon there, obviously, to help fill that void with Cooper Cup. But 
those are division picks. Uh, Chris, I say we get into real quick just our who we think is going to make the playoffs, and then we will give our Super Bowl matchup. So we gave our four division winners, um, and then we will give you our three wild card winners. Uh, Chris, you can start it off. Start with the AFC. All right, AFC. I have the obviously your four division winners. So in order, I got the Bills getting the one seed. I got the Chargers getting the two seed. Ravens getting the three seed, Colts getting the four seed. Then your three wild card teams. Uh, you go, you got the Bengals, uh, the Chiefs, and the Broncos will be your uh in that order, your wild card teams. All right, I got the Bills as your one seed, Ravens as your two, the Broncos as your three, Colts as your four, and then I have the Chiefs, Steelers, and Chargers. Um yeah, I have the Chief. I have we both have two teams from we have three teams from the AFC West making it, which means I mean only one or two will make it somehow this year, which that totally means. Uh I have the Steelers sneaking in there, and you have the Bengals from the AFC North. Um NFC, I have the Bucks being the one seed. Got the 49ers. I got the Packers as your two, Eagles as your three, and 49ers as your four. And then the rest I got in there are the Rams Saints, and this one was tough. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'll put the Vikings in there. The Vikings sneak in somehow with a couple wins. Kirk Cousins finally gets back into the playoff. We had Justin Jefferson on a nice primetime matchup to watch, and the Vikings will get dog walked by one of those teams in the uh, wild card round. But it'll be fun. NFC, uh, I have the Packers with the one seed. I just think, I think they'll be the one seed, and then they'll lose. Um, They'll lose their first playoff game, but I think that I think they have six guaranteed wins pretty much. Uh, Packers one, Rams two, Eagles three, Bucks four. Uh, Bucks injuries kind of worry me for them getting a higher seed. Uh, and then your three wild card teams I got the Cowboys, the Saints, and the 49ers. Uh, to put them in the proper order, 49ers get the five, Cowboys get the six, Saints get the seven. Those are the seven from the NFC. Chris, let's hear it. I haven't even thought about it yet. Picking Super Bowl matchups yet. I'm just going off the fly, like thinking right now because I haven't really thought about it. But Chris, who do you have in your Super Bowl? Who will be playing for all of it? Last year, you know, you never said the Bengals would make it, but you said the Bengals were being an underrated team. And look, they got to the Super Bowl. Which team are you sprinkling magic upon? Which team are you getting to the big game? Give me your two teams and your winner. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, I don't, I don't even want to say it, Pat. I don't want to say it. Don't let me say it, bro. I shouldn't have this expectation. I'm going to go with the Eagles sneaking in there. And then Eagles bills. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, bro. You got to believe, right? He is going with the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Oh my Atlanta, my friends. And then my and then my winner. I got the Bills winning 40 to 14. (laughs) You will be a miserable man if that happens. You would be Uh, dude. I'll be I'll be 
there's a certain hotline I'll be calling and the hotline just changed to, to like three digits. So I'll be calling that hotline. No, in all, in all seriousness, um, I just, I could see the path where a team like the Eagles, uh, look, I'm not by any means saying that the Eagles, you should be picking them to make the Super Bowl. You should be picking them to win the Super Bowl. I can just see a path where they get one of those two or three seeds. And then the wildcard teams are pretty decent to where a Packers or Rams drop their game. Uh, and then the Eagles really just have like one super hard game. The only, which is a huge factor, but the biggest factor for me that worries me outside of Jalen Hurts is the coaching matchup. I think the Eagles coaching staff compared to some of these other coaching staffs, they've been out coached pretty bad because they're a young group of guys. Um, so look, don't get me wrong. If you're going to Vegas and you want the sure thing, you put your money on the Rams, you put your money on the Packers, you put your money on the Bucks. But I'm not Vegas. I don't care. Birds through and through. Super Bowl bound. And there it is, folks. Pat Vegas' phone finally goes off and never fails. Um, wow, that is uh, that is crazy. But you know, last year I went Bills Packers. Uh, you know, everyone has the Bills making it again this season. I don't. I don't have it. They're just too much of the favorite. You know, everyone just thinks they're going to dog walk to the Super Bowl. I don't see it. Not that I don't see it. We know they have a great team. They have Von Miller coming off the edge now with Jordan, Jordan Poyer and Josh Allen and all those boys. They have a filthy team, but guess what? They will come up short. I will give you my NFC team first. You know, everyone keeps writing off Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They lost Devontae Adams. You know, he can never win the big one. He's only won Super Bowl. He's only been to one Super Bowl. The Green Bay Packers will be back in the Super Bowl this year after a long, long time. I have the Packers making it. Somehow, in some way, that defense gets them there with Aaron Rodgers playing good football with these young receivers. And who the Green Bay Packers will be taking on? Who will they be taking on? The Denver Broncos, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Do I truly think my Denver Broncos will make the Super Bowl? No. But like, I, like Chris just said with his Eagles, he just feels it in his gut. And I, the Broncos in the first year, I don't think we'll make it. I don't think we're that we're good enough. But when you have someone of the with the belief of Russell Wilson, it just inspires you. It inspires you to believe in your team. And I believe in this team to get there. Whatever it takes, let's ride Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Everyone thinks, oh, it's me, Josh Allen versus, you know, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. No, 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 no. I'm here to tell you, you are wrong, my friends. Wrong! Broncos, Packers, Super Bowl. The Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen. If you ever wondered if there's bias on this podcast, I think uh, the Super Bowl predictions have have cleared that up and gotten rid of the rumors of there being bias. Uh, hey, man, you gave me the crazy eyes when I said the Eagles. Look, I you know a, a man can dream, but the NFC is way more of a crapshoot than the AFC. If there you know if there were seedings, if everybody played everybody, you could make an argument that. 
outside of the Rams, you know, the five of the top six teams in the league are probably in the AFC. Um, it, it's, I think the path to getting the Super Bowl in the AFC is just very, very different compared to the path to getting the Super Bowl in the NFC. But who knows? No one saw the Bengals making it there last year. And look what happened. They, they won double-digit games, and, and they made it there. So now MVP, are you, are you going with a, with a repeat? No, 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 no. I'm going with my, who my MVP was last year. Josh Allen's going to have an unbelievable year this year. Yeah, he lost Brian Dable, but Josh Allen would be perfectly fine. Gabe Davis, uh, McKenzie now in the slot, or Jamison Crowder. Diggs will have a great year. I think Josh Allen wins the MVP. But like I said, he just comes up a tad bit short. But Josh Allen will be your NFL MVP this season. I, I'm probably just going to pick Josh Allen every year until he actually does win the MVP because I think he's got the talent to, when he retires, have one MVP. So for when he does get it, I can be like, ah, oh, I told you so. I mean, I only picked it six years in a row, but I told you so. Uh, so yeah. I, as well, I'm going with Josh Allen again. Hey, it'll be, we'll finally hit. You know what I mean? We'll finally yeah, it's a, hit. It's listen, due. Listen, after we dogged him for his first two years and how bad he was, you know, and how overrated he was, you know, it's the, it's a, it's the least thing he could do for us. Yeah. Shout out Danny Frost. Uh, apologies in the mail. You were 1000% right on Josh Allen. He, he was good from the jump. Okay, hold on. He wasn't. <laughs> he was. He's good. His first no, two years. He his third year. He just blossomed and he worked and he. Now he's one of the best top five quarterbacks in the league. But hey, those are division winners. Those are our playoff predictions. Our Super Bowl matchups, which the most two biased fools in the world, which we're usually not biased, but this year for some reason we are being biased, and our and, and the best part is we both we have them both losing, but and we both have Josh Allen on the MVPs. But, Chris, this Thursday, it all begins. Bills, Rams, our pick segment. You whooped my ass in last year. Our new version of this pick segment. Football starts this week. Chris, tell the people the games we'll be picking for week one. All right, week one, we have a potential Super Bowl preview with Bills, Rams. One o'clock games, Steelers, Bengals. Two 425 games, Chiefs, Cardinals, and Raiders, Chargers. Sunday Night Football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dallas Cowboys, which I believe was the opener last year, last uh, week one, Thursday yep, night, yep. Bucks cowboys mm-hmm. uh, And then Monday night, not a great game on paper, uh, Broncos-Seahawks, but it is Russell Wilson's return to Denver. So we'll go from top to bottom, starting with that Thursday night game, Bills-Rams. This seems like a, a, a Bills win. For me, as crazy as that sounds, it always feels like, I mean, last year, I know the Bucks won, uh, but the Cowboys played out of their minds. It always feels like that Super Bowl winning team when they open up the next year, they either lose or they come out a little sluggish or whatever. There's all the emotions. You're getting your rings. You're dropping the banner, yada, yada. They're pumping in the fake crowd noise in LA because you know they need to pump in the fake noise because there's not real fans there. Um, this, this screams to me a game that Josh Allen and the bills kind of make a statement. Hey, we know you guys the defending champs. We know where the, the Super Bowl favorites this year, but you guys are, are the reigning defending. We're coming out and we're punching you in the face. Uh, I think this is going to be a great game, but I'm going with the bills with the dub. You know, I, again, like you said, like the Super Bowl team usually wins this game and I really, really want to pick the Rams. 
But that Matt Stafford, like, elbow, like, injury is kind of scaring me. Uh, Jordan Poyer should be playing. Sean McDermott said. You know, Von Miller returning against his old team that he played for half a year, won Super Bowl with. I expect a lot of points. You know, I expect a lot of points. Um, I'm, You know what? I'm going to have to go Bills here. It's going to be like that Chiefs-Patriots game from a few years ago when the Patriot when the Chiefs came out and just absolutely dog-walked the Patriots. That one random opening night game. I think that's going to be that version of this game. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Bills here. Bills by 10. I like it. I like it. Uh, as long as Cooper Cup goes off fantasy wise, because he was my first round pick this year. Uh, I'm, I'm only in about I'm only in about 500 leagues. I'm in a draft right now. So uh, <laughs> whoever I have, whoever I have, please uh, listen. If Trey Lance, Alvin Kamara, and Jerry Judy have a good year this year, I'll be very happy in just about all my leagues. All right, we move on to the one o'clock game: Steelers Bengals. Uh, Bengals at home. This feels like a game that the Steelers win. Everybody's kind of riding the Bengals. People are kind of worried. Oh, Steelers quarterback situation, yada, yada. Uh, Bengals put up points against the Steelers last year. Uh, I see that happening again. I think this is a, I think this is a statement game for the Bengals. They've made their improvements on the offensive line. Joe Burrow, obviously the, the guy just oozes confidence, oozes the swagger. Um, but for my for my pick reasons where I have the Steelers finishing last, the Bengals cannot drop week one uh, to the Steelers. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, Christopher. I'm going with the Steelers here. I know they're on the road, but they owe, they owe a whooping to the Bengals. I think it'll be a close game and go down to the wire. Uh, obviously, I worked just about all those freaking AFC North games last year, so... I think I worked two of these. I think I worked both Bengals, Bengals, uh, Steelers games. I think the Leafs turning over that for the just just for this week, the Steelers are gonna beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. They owe them from what happened, what the Bengals did to them last year. We move on to four twenty five Chiefs Cardinals. Uh, it's a tough game because you know the Cardinals are gonna start well early in the season because that's what Cliff Kingsbury does. But at the same time, it almost feels like we could have a five touchdown game from Mahomes, and the entire league is like, oh, well, we thought that they were going to, you know, potentially take a step back since they lost Tyreek Hill. But nope, here we go. I, I think this is a two to three touchdown day from, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Mahomes throws for five touchdowns, Juju catches two, and people are going to be like, oh, well, Juju's back. This is this is a top target. Kelsey has a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs on the road with the win. Big red. Yeah, I, I again, we're not carnal. We're not carnal people on this podcast. I truly think the Chiefs dog walk the dog walk the Cardinals. I don't think we don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach. Um, he will botch up some type of some some of his play call makes no sense. And, and, I, and even like the Cardinals, just like draft strategy, like they drafted the tight end of Colorado State last year, who was like. The number Trey McBride, you know, like they just draft more and more weapons. And it's just like, how many weapons could you possibly need? You know, I they drafted Rondell Moore last year. You know, they have Hopkins who's out for six games. Andrew Green's obviously a veteran. They lose they lose Christian Kirk, but you have Zachary. It's like they have aging veterans and they have like a bunch of like people to come in, but they're not really making that impact as Rondell Moore was okay last year. It's just a weird drafting process and weird like the the players they are keeping. 
I think Pat Mahomes is in a dog walk this defense. I truly do. Like I said, I think Juju will have like nine catches, like 80 yards and two touchdowns. Valdez Scantling will look good. Give me the Chiefs. Easy. Easy Chiefs. 425 Raiders Chargers. I mean, this is this might be the game of the week uh, outside of the Thursday night game because obviously Bills Rams is a crazy matchup. But in division, I mean, this is the this is the teaser to what we're going to see all season with the AFC West. Every single AFC West matchup is going to be one of, if not the game of the week. It's going to be the game to watch. And every time the Chargers and Raiders match up. Something crazy either happens or it is a wild game like we saw week 18 last year where the Chargers, all they had to do was just kill the clock. Raiders were content with a tie. They both make the playoffs. They don't do that. But I'm going to go with the Chargers. They have to win this game just for the fact that you botched that end of the season last year. Come out, make the statement. And just like my Bengals pick, I have them winning the division. So I got to take him here. Go and Chargers with the home home opener win. Go Chargers, go. I'm taking the Chargers here also. I think they owe the Raiders an ass open, and I, I don't think their coach will make the same mistake like he did last year, punt going for on his own 18. I think the Chargers here be a close game. Uh, Devontae Adams might have, will have a good game. Um, yeah, I think Justin Herbert will, will look good. I, I think the Chargers need to – Not it's only week one. Well, I think the Chargers will uh, will take this, will win this game, win this game. Not easy, but fairly easy. Then Sunday Night Football, we got Bucks Cowboys. I'm kind of torn on this game because you have Brady coming back, missing pieces on the offensive line. Dallas, their strong point on defense last year was their pass rush. I, I get that they lose Randy Gregory, but Michael Parsons is still there. Who's one of the most electric guys in the league on defense. Um, and then this, uh, this is a big year for Lawrence, a defensive end. He had his moments last year where just he was getting outshined. He really didn't make that huge impact since he's been paid. So this is a big prove it year for me, for him. Uh, my problem with this matchup for the Cowboys is that Bucks receiving core against that Cowboys secondary. Look, Tom Brady isn't going to have a lot of time, but he only needs two to three seconds to just quick fire a quick slant to Julio, a quick slant to Mike Evans, you know, get the ball out quickly and then establish the run game. I'm going to go with the Bucks with the road win, uh, but I see a path where the Cowboys win this game. I love the Bucks. I love the Bucks in this game, especially at home. Uh, the Cowboys, I don't think the Cowboys are that going to be that good this year. I think. C.D. Lamb will have a great year this year. I think Dak and C.D. will have a good year. I think Zeke's going to have a better year than people really think. You know, people are writing him off. I think it'll be better, but they're, they're trying to sign Jason Peters, who's been way past his prime since Tyron Smith got hurt. That Cowboys offensive line is not what it used to be. And one of the strengths of the Bucks is their front seven. So I think that front seven is going to eat, play well. I think Tom Brady's going to play well, especially with everyone not writing him off, but, you know, him being in, in the in – the, with the – the retiring and taking the week off, having family like marital marital problems, or whatever. Give me the Bucks here. I think they win pretty convincingly. Also, huge week for Shaq Barrett if Jason Peters is starting this week because no matter who starts at left tackle for the Cowboys, the Bucks are circling whoever that player is because that is the clear hole on their offensive line right now. 
Uh, and then we move to Monday Night Football, which storyline wise is a super cool game. The return of Russell Wilson, but let's be real here. This is a Broncos win. If the Broncos lose this game, it's like this, if they lose this game, it's going to be a game where when it's week 17 and they're going into week 18 playing for seeding and they're like, man, all we needed was one game and we lost to the damn Seahawks week one, one of the worst teams in the league. They have to win this game. No questions asked. I'm taking the Broncos. No, we, we, I'm taking the Broncos. We can't lose this game. If you lose this game to Geno Smith and the Seahawks team, who's clearly on the rebuild, then this season just wrap this season up already. It'll be a waste. Um, I think the Broncos win. You know, I have a feeling the first like, quarter is going to be close for some reason. I just have like, one of those feelings. Like, it'll be close for a little bit. Then the second half, Russell Wilson will get going and take over. But give me the Broncos by uh, by ten plus. I, there's no there's no reason that we should not win this game easily. There's no reason. It's probably going to start out close because the crowd is going to be so crazy. You'll have Especially that crowd. Yeah, the twelve yeah. will be ready to go. Wilson will get a great ovation, but the crowd's going to be unreal. And then I could see like halfway through the second quarter when the Broncos they make a big play, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right. Seems like the Broncos are about to take over this game now. All right. Broncos are in full control. And then the second half is just clock management. Broncos, uh, Broncos win this game. So that wraps it up for our week one picks, our, our new style. But really, that just wraps up the return of slants and rants. Felt good to be back, Pat. It felt great to be back, of course. And in, in slants and rants, you know, ways of me running off to get the door, uh, you know, my phone going off, dogs barking. I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't want it any other way. Guys, I hope you all listen. You know, I should have said this in the beginning, but we're back. Send it to everyone. Send it to your mother, your father. Yeah, and Chris, the Mets are down 7-1 now. Send it to everyone. Five-star reviews on Apple's podcast or uh, Spotify, please. We love you all. We're happy to be back. Twitter will be more. Twitter is going to get going again. Guys, the best football podcast in the world, the most Wild Out There Football Podcast is back. We love you all. Chris, you got anything last last things to say? Oh, you know I got the last to say. Patty V, the world, the people listening. It may have been months, but don't ever let it slip your mind. Don't you dare ever forget to shake them. You've been listening to Slants and Rants with CTD and Vega. Please leave a like, rate, and review. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Slants Rants Pod. Until next time, don't forget to shake them.